Today we have Jody from I Like Her Style Vancouver joining us on the podcast. Co-founders Kyla and Jody were born and raised in the Lower Mainland. Their mission to inspire and passion for style was always in sync over the years. I Like Her Style Vancouver is a women's media movement that includes the Metro Vancouver-based print publication, an online community, and social media platforms. The I Like Her Style Vancouver girls have combined their respective experience in publishing women's magazines and high-level management at top-tier international fashion house into the brand that shines a spotlight on popular bloggers, influencers, personalities, as well as the fabulous shops, services, and businesses that cater to BC's lower mainland women. I Like Her Style Vancouver is focused on positive living, the power of local female creativity, and the inspiration to live life with style in BC's Lower Mainland. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We're Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We're business strategists, career and life mentors, and wellness advocates. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on IG at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. Before we jump into this episode, we want to thank New Zest for partnering with us. New Zest Protein is plant-based, allergen-free, and easy to digest. They are made with European golden peas grown in the north of France. High in protein, low in calories, and do not contain any added sugars. New Zest Protein mixes very easily and can be used in smoothies or baking. Want 15% off? Use our code GLOWUP and get free shipping over $50 at newzest-usa.com. That's N-U-Z-E-S-T-U-S-A.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Today we have a very exciting local guest. This is Jody of I Like Her Style Vancouver. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So for those who don't know, could you tell us a little bit about I Like Her Style Vancouver and what you guys do? Absolutely. So we like to coin ourselves as a women's multimedia movement. Um, the foundation of our brand is our magazine. So we print a quarterly publication that's all local. So it's local women, local stories, local businesses. Um, the, the mantra behind our brand is style with soul to empower. So sharing the beautiful lifestyle that we have here in Vancouver. Um, but the soul is the depth. So we, we dig in a little deeper and share women's stories and really hear all the highs and the lows and, and hear their journey of how they got to where that they are. And then the end goal is to empower those following us, those reading our magazine, and that can look different for everybody. So sometimes it's empowering them to just tell their story. Sometimes it's empowering them to start that business. 
to leave their nine to five job, which yeah. I know you ladies are fans of, um, to just embrace other women in their community. It's really different for everyone. And honestly, our target and our, and our community is 20s to like 70s. We have mm -hmm. like women across the board. So mm -hmm. if they're like minded, then then they're they're in. They're in our community. They're in awesome. our gang. They're in our society. Yeah. We love it. So where did um, both you and Kyla get the idea for this? Like, how did it come come about? Well, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we have all day. <laughs> this could be a three-hour show. <laughs> yeah, we could really tell the story for three hours. But uh, Kyla and I are childhood best friends. Uh, from, I shouldn't say childhood, baby best friends. Wow. So we know each other our whole life. Um, she's two years older than me, so she came to my baby shower. We lived across the street from one another. Our moms were friends, and that's mm -hmm. how we met. So we've been friends our whole life, best friends our whole life, um, basically sisters. <laughs> and, that's amazing. Um, we both took different directions in our career. Um, hers was in graphic design, and mine was in fashion, the fashion industry. So we had different directions in our career, both lots of success, and um, life sort of happened along the way. We had lots of always dreamers mm -hmm. always mm. like epic play dates always like big ideas from when we were like six to ten to twelve to in our 20s yeah there was never really a time where we were at the same place to be able to do something together um and that sort of found its way when in 2016 um i had recently just before that gone through a loss and a tragedy and that sort of put life into spec perspective for me at that time, I was working for Guest Canada at a corporate level, um, a very great job, successful mm -hmm. career. And Kyla um, was had been in freelance and um, had her own business, had uh, published women's magazines in Fort McMurray. She had li lived in Fort McMurray for five years and just moved back. Mm -hmm. And her daughter was two, and so she was just trying to figure out, well, what am I going to do back here in Vancouver? So long story short, this is a very short version, <laughs> um, we found ourselves actually at Little White House in Fort Langley mm -hmm. having high tea. I was I was living in Calgary at the time and I'd come back for my birthday. Mm -hmm. And have you guys been to Little White House? No, no okay. I haven't. Well, you need to go. Everyone yeah. listening needs to go. <laughs> okay. And it's just such an inspiring place and we're looking around and we see that, you know, okay, well, one woman created this and Natasha's there. She's the general manager, but she's the daughter of CC, the owner. And we're just like, wow, like it's a boutique and it's a cafe and there's so much character and there's so like, this mm. is one woman's dream, like brought to life. So we were inspired and we just started like getting back into our creative inspired zone and like bouncing ideas off each other. Like what we would do if yeah. this is our business or what we would want to do for business and uh, where we were at. And for myself personally, I was coming off of a really low time and depression and getting over grief and loss. And so I couldn't shake the fact that I was now reignited. Mm. I was like feeling the energy of yeah. like excitement about something and she was feeling the energy of like direction of what she could be now be doing and finding her place back at home in Vancouver. Um, we just couldn't shake it. Basically from then it spiraled into like bouncing ideas off each other and how, how we could merge our two talents and passions and create something wonderful out here. And it originally was going to be a slow start, like I was going to go back to work at Guess in Calgary and then eventually make my way back here and start uh -huh. on the side and ease our way into it. And then I went back to work and or went back to talk to my boss about coming back 
And I just didn't feel the same energy. Mm. Like, I just noticed that I was, like, the excitement was gone. I was deflated. And I just took note of it. I was at such a point where I was very aware of my feelings and my intuition. And I just called him back and said, actually, I changed my mind. I quit. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> so gosh. I just sold everything I had and moved back. And we I moved back July 31st. And we actually moved in with Kyla and her family. So we were gonna. I was gonna be jobless, mm-hmm. and um, we launched on August seventh. So like a week later, we launched the brand and oh my goodness. and just hit the ground running. So what year was this? Two thousand sixteen, August two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. And our goal was to have the first issue of the magazine come out in January twenty seventeen. So from August mm-hmm. to like December, I just spent um, time building our social and online, and we both got out to events and networking every day, and just screaming from the mountaintops of our ideas and our brand and hoping that people would believe in it and mm-hmm. that they would invest in being a part of the magazine, even though I didn't have something physically to show them. But yeah. um, obviously our passion and, and our vision um, spoke volumes and we were able to put the magazine out in January 2017. We said we were going to be quarterly. People will tell us you're crazy. Don't say like, don't give commitments. Don't say you're going to do this because print is hard and yeah. Vancouver is hard and you know, don't put the pressure on yourself. And um, we're both like, no, we're doing it. Like, it's yeah. quarterly. It's happening. Like, and it has been. So we've done oh, a lot. Yeah. We've done oh like, uh, 10 issues. So two and a half years. We're almost yeah. done getting the 11th one off to print. And we haven't stopped. So to all those naysayers. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> That's gosh. Crazy. Look I at us it. now. Yeah. We could relate so yeah. much to that. Oh, yeah, because once we've decided... We were like, no, this is the podcast life is our life. Yeah, We yeah. went back to work and we were like, I hate this. Yeah. I cannot do this anymore. You feel it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just know. And you guys went all in, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, now we're just like, we quit <laughs> our jobs. We're like, this is it. Like, this is our passion. <laughs> yeah. So I actually wanted to know, um, how, when you were developing your business, obviously before you quit, like how much did you actually have planned? Like you already knew or was it just kind of like I quit and then we'll figure it out as we go or? Uh, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, my birthday was in May. So from May until August, there was like endless planning and uh-huh. constantly talking, texting, emailing because I was in Calgary at the time. So what? June, July, a few months of, <laughs> of planning. But when you're like all in and you're focused and you just you just want to go and the, the foundation of what it was going to be um had had bits and pieces from both of us and so different ideas that were kind of like already starting and had visions that Kyla had when she was moving back to, had already moved back to Vancouver mm-hmm. so there was kind of like the foundation of the creative ideas but one of the things that I've learned and I always um give recommend to people starting a business is be willing to flex because I can guarantee you that what your vision was when you thought you started is going to change Mm -hmm. so we actually we're going to start as a Langley magazine so it's going to be called Mm -hmm. Langley style because we were living in Langley and we thought we should start small Mm -hmm. and build that community and then we'll grow Mm -hmm. we'll add and add and add so that we actually did the media kit and like everything was like the website the Instagram everything was for Langley style and then we got out to a lot of meetings and um kept getting the feedback of like you guys are on to something. Like, this is bigger. Like, why are you just doing Langley? And we'd be like, oh, well, we should start small, but you have your reasons. Yeah. And after hearing it so many times, it was after, like, one last time we are driving back from that meeting, we both looked at each other and we're like, I think we should be listening to, like, <laughs> what people are saying. Maybe we should just go yeah. on. 
okay, so we go home and <laughs> change everything. <laughs> Everything's like bigger and it's now for Vancouver and we reached out to all the businesses that were going to be part of Langley and seeing if they would want to be part of it if it was still like for Vancouver and they were even more on board because mm. it's more expo- exposure extends their reach beyond their neighborhood. And so that changed. So like, yeah. that's like in a matter of, you know, a, a month, like oh, yeah, weeks. A month. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, August okay. to like September to like, oh, now it's Vancouver, but we yeah, still want yeah. it on in January. So I think like, yes, the foundation of the business plan was there, but it's changed and it still changes. Yeah. Yeah. All of the course. time. So you got to be willing to like flex. Totally. Like what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get those first few clients to invest in your magazine? I'm a big believer in meeting face-to-face, and mm-hmm. I still am to this day. Um, I just came from a face-to-face meeting, and I have one after this. Um, we live in such a digital age, and yes, of course, with the benefit of Insta stories and all these things that can connect people to us face-to-face, I think that's why those are so popular, but there's nothing that can compare it to like actually mm-hmm. meeting somebody in person because you can feel their energy and their passion. So. Um, I, I literally was out like seven days a week, Mm. meetings, networking events, coffee dates, like just anyone that would listen to talk about, um, what we, what we were doing. I used my immediate network first, so I always recommend starting there. So friends, Mm -hmm. family, coworkers, um, anybody that I had in my immediate network is who I went to first. Yeah. So sharing with them what I'm doing and seeing if they wanted to be involved. So I did have a lot of, um, friends, supporters of my life that had businesses that advertised in that first issue. Um, but that's, that's how I honestly was out like seven days a week connecting face to face, like having them hear and see me talk about the brand and the vision and, and, and feeling the passion and the energy behind it and hoping that they would be willing to invest in me. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What about like all the funding? Did you have to like get a loan for your like to make sure you had everything in place for your first issue, or was it all like self investment? <laughs> self investment and um, relying on advertising. So mm. basically, that that only issue was gonna. We still our business is still funded through advertising, so that's mm-hmm. where our revenue is generated from. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were a free publication, and that was the plan from the get go. We didn't want to have to anyone to have to factor in a buying decision. Mm. We wanted somebody that truly was called to read the magazine and be inspired to be able to do that and not be limited based on um, their financial means at that time. Mm -hmm. So advertising is still our revenue generator. And so that was, that was basically it. It was like that issue was going to come out January, 2017. If there was enough advertising support to fund the printing of it. Mm -hmm. So it could have not, it could have come out in February, March, April, but yeah. it came out in January. So, yeah. <laughs> and around, like, how many advertisers do you usually get per um, publication? Um, I'd say really depends, but about, like, 30 or okay. so. Yeah, we're each publication, each issue is 56 pages. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kept the same size issue every, for all 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's about 30. It just depends on the different... It's like a puzzle, right? Yeah. So it depends on the size that the people book. And mm-hmm. if you're full page, half page, quarter page, you kind of yeah. fit it together like a puzzle. So if there's a lot of larger bookings, it could be less. And if there's a lot of smaller bookings, it could be more. But mm-hmm. I'd say on average, like 30. For gotcha. Each issue. Yeah. So what's your day-to-day like now? Do you still do a ton of meetings, like seven days a week? Or is it a little bit different? <laughs> 
so my days are different every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I wear a lot of hats in, in the business, so um, it truly is different every day. I don't do seven days a week anymore. Um, I, I didn't after the first year. That was sort of like my commitment of a reminder of why I went into this and became an entrepreneur to begin with. Um, yeah. A huge reason was for the work-life balance. And when you lose somebody you love, you realize how much you missed out on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay if that time was spent being truly fulfilled, but mm-hmm. it's not okay if that's not what mattered to you and, and connections and people and everyone in my life is what matters to me the most. So that was a huge factor in me deciding to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, it's easy to get caught up in the hustle as I'm sure you ladies know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> so hard on that. <laughs> Especially when you're passionate about something because yeah. it doesn't feel like work. So it's easy to, like, all of a sudden every day is – every yeah. minute of every day is devoted to that. So it was kind of like an aha of, okay, like a year in, you know, built the foundation, and now I need to prioritize my time and make sure I have that balance for those that I love around me. So I don't do that anymore. I try to take Sundays off. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my – mandatory day to myself or with family of course things we host events and stuff and things come up but on the regular Mm -hmm. and I try not to work weekends if I can Mm. um but my day can be anything from meetings for clients for like sales meetings to partnership pitches with for collabs to photo shoots Mm -hmm. to um office work like following up on admin and financials and ad materials to writing um the articles to Editing to social oh media, gosh. posting, um, everything. The only thing I don't do in the magazine is graphic design, so that's Kyla's expertise. Mm-hmm. So she does the finishing touches and brings it all together. But definitely part of the end process with um, the editing of that and getting our creative juices flowing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but the graphic design itself is her. So that's basically the only thing I don't touch in the magazine. Mm-hmm. So. Every day is, like, literally different. (laughs) So different, yeah. We don't get this a lot, but you are one of our guests that do have a, that does have a partner that to work with. Mm -hmm. So how do you get along? Like, how do, like, how would you split up your tasks so that it's like, okay, you, you do this, I do this, or is it just like you, whoever's available to do that, then Mm -hmm. they do it, or? So it's tough, for sure. Um, it's actually changed over the last two and a half years. So when we started, we co- co-founded it together, um, co-owners and split the tasks. Um, she's creative director and I'm business director, but we wore many hats and there was a lot of blurred lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and so everything was, you know, 50, 50 and trying to balance and, yeah. um, and she's a mom and she's a mom of two. And so like balancing that and her schedule and her availability, um, and so we did that at first. And so, yeah, it's challenging because it's like, well, who's going to take on this? Who's going to take on that? We're both very creative. We're both very opinionated. Um, so we have uh, so many ideas. And it's like mm-hmm. one idea can spiral into the next and the next. And yeah. it just builds and builds and builds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we actually, um, things look a little bit different now. So um, we've switched gears. So it's um, that I'm taking on the majority. So we've switched sort of like the partnership. Um, and like I said, she just does graphic design. So that was happened kind of, I don't want to say by accident, but um, they're, they're the first summer, because her kids, she has two kids, so they're yeah. off school. And so um, she needed to be home and wasn't available as much. So we chatted about it and 
she sees if I wanted to take the opportunity to take on the, biz the business in the summer so she could be have time with the kids. And then the graphic design just kind of works out for um, the fall issue that happens in like September. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like once they're back at school. Yeah. So we did that that summer and um, it worked out. Like, yes, it was more workload on me, but it was at least I just had myself to answer to. Mm -hmm. And she was able to have the space to be with her family and her mm -hmm. kids and then do the part that she loves and is so crazy talented at. It was graphic yeah. design and creative. So that was like sort of an accidental test of that. <laughs> and then we continued it for a couple issues and then we went back to the old way and then kind of realized that there really can only be sort of like one um, owner. But I, she's still an owner. She's still co-founder. She's still such a part of it. So mm -hmm. it's like a... It's always hard for me to explain because I don't mm -hmm. want to, like, discredit her, um, our partnership or, like, yeah. what she has yeah, involved in it now. But essentially, I'm the the final say, the decision maker, the, okay, yeah. the owner now, how we are now. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I'm grateful, so grateful for her, um, once again, flexibility with that, mm -hmm. for her um, being able to, like and have no pride or ego mm -hmm. involved in that and being more like this is just the best decision for our business and for our lives and for our goals. So um, that's changed. Mm -hmm. So it started as 50-50 yeah. and it's not like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I like we still do work so closely together. She's all co-founder. She's still, you know, part owner, but yeah, that's it. It's, it's hard to have two, owners <laughs> it could be butting heads and yeah, yeah and it's not even necessarily butting heads it's just you have so many great ideas and yeah. and sharing the workload and who takes this on and mm -hmm. did you answer to that email or should I answer to that email or yeah, know, yeah just small things like that take up a lot of time so that's what I mean that like I have way more tasks on my plate but I can plan my time accordingly mm. whereas before if I had a great idea for the business or initiative that I wanted to do have to find time to talk to her mm -hmm. then we'd have to talk yeah. about it then she'd have ideas to come back then we have mm -hmm. to like bounce our ideas yeah find the yeah. middle ground and by then it's like days and days and weeks where it's like now I have an idea I feel great I feel passionate about it mm -hmm. I can just go for it and execute it and it's like way faster yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can get sense. more done get mm -hmm. more done so it's been a shift and it's been a change and like I said I'm very blessed and fortunate that she um was willing and able to mm -hmm. flex and do that because that's not always the case either mm -hmm. that's a totally. lot of times where it's businesses don't succeed and mm -hmm. and they're they're closed like it's done because yeah. because they couldn't do that yeah so I'm grateful very very blessed and grateful totally to have her as a partner so what are three tips you have for other aspiring entrepreneurs Ooh, that's so many <laughs> you're tall uh, <laughs> um one I kind of mentioned before is be flexible. Mm -hmm. So have a plan, have a vision, but don't be so stuck on it. I see that happen so much where it's like you're pushing, 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 pushing. Things that are meant to happen shouldn't be hard. And if it's that hard, then it's not what's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, And I think it's just because you spend so much time in this plan, this business, and you think it's a great idea, but you need to listen to your surroundings and and be able to flex. So mm -hmm. a lot of things have changed for us over the time and still continue to do. And that's because I've been able to flex with what, what it is. Um, trust your gut and your intuition, 100%. Mm -hmm. 
that doesn't lie, but you need to be able to be still to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. you need those moments of being still and understanding and knowing what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And just don't question it. It might seem crazy. It might, if you're a lo- like logical person, which a lot of business people are, they have the balance of creative and logical. The logical person is like, oh, like that doesn't make sense. Just trust your gut and your intuition. It honestly won't steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. And you won't have any regrets. Even if it did steer you wrong, you won't have regrets of like, well, what if I did this and what if I did that? So that's a big one. Um, third one I think would be surround yourself with the right people. And and be, that that's huge. Like you can't do this. Even if you're a solopreneur and, and your business is yourself and you're you know your own service or producing your own product and you don't ever want to scale up you still need a community around you to be supported um through everything whether that's through investing in what you're doing through being your cheerleaders through helping you during those tough times just being your mental break like all of that it really is important to surround yourself with the right people and that's in business and in your personal life and don't be afraid to eliminate those that aren't um, in alignment with what you're doing. We have different like mm-hmm. times and waves in our life. And I think not everyone understands entrepreneurship and you might have friends and family that don't get it Yeah, <laughs> and bring you down when you're, mm-hmm. when you need them to lift you up and it's okay for you to like take a pause from that relationship or end it if you need to, um, to get you to where you need to be because you need to surround yourself with different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is okay. so good. Yeah, Sweet, that's but really good advice. <laughs> that's really good. I'm gonna like when we when we edit this, we're gonna listen to it again. And yeah, we'll play that for sure. It is so solid. If you're enjoying this episode so far, please comment, glow up on YouTube, and leave us a review on iTunes. Give us five stars, or we will find you. We will. So, what would you say is the most challenging part of your business journey so far? Oh, there must be a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lot um whew. I think twofold like saying no and not being able to help everybody so a huge part of our business is telling everyone's story right and mm-hmm. there's so many stories like once you get people to open up and share their story and their journey everyone has an inspiring story to tell and um I just want to be able to nurture that and facilitate sharing that well, we can't. We're only a 56-page magazine. We have to sell ads to pay the bills to be able to facilitate this platform to share people's stories. And so it's you're very selective of who you can um, feature and who mm-hmm. you can say yes to. And that's hard because you meet so many deserving people. Yeah. And you wish you could put everybody on the cover and you wish you could have a 5,000-page magazine every month to yeah. be able to share everyone's story. <laughs> Even, like, cutting some of the stories short to, like, fit within the pages feels like I don't give it justice. So Mm. that's the hardest part. I wish, I truly wish that um, print wasn't so expensive and we had a 1,000 hours in every day so Mm -hmm. I could just share everyone's story on all our platforms, even if it wasn't print, just to do it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, That's probably the hardest part Mm. is because I I know some people might – take it the wrong way of like yeah. they're not chosen because they're not worthy and it's mm. like hell heck no, no <laughs> like you're yeah. you're all worthy it's a hard process to choose yeah so sure. people reach out to us for content pitches which is great I'm not saying it's not it's like there's no shortage of content like 
There's so yeah. <laughs> there's so many. I have to turn down so much of people mm. that I just meet, let alone filtering through all of the stuff yeah. that's coming in. So it's not that your content's not good. If you're listening and you reached <laughs> out, it's like there's just so much goodness yeah. to be shared, right? Yeah. But you ladies probably get to yeah. with all the For sure, people yeah. that you want to interview and yeah, tell their yeah. story. It's like there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we so actually many. are like overbooked. And yeah. sometimes we're just like, oh, I don't want to have like an interview every day. <laughs> like, But I also really want to get to know them. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. When you care, when you care about people mm -hmm. and what you're doing, right? Yeah. That's the biggest challenge. Totally. So what is one of your most favorite achievements that you have had so far? Oh, so many. Um, you can give us a few <laughs> if you want. <laughs> I think it was pretty cool in February. We did, uh, we had a pop-up shop at Willowbrook Mall. And uh, that happened to be at the same time that our second year anniversary issue came out. So... Kyla and I were on the cover. We finally made the cover of our own magazine. <laughs> See? Takes, we don't even have time to put ourselves in the magazine. We're always the first to get cut. Mm -hmm. We've thought so many times of putting ourselves on the cover and sharing our story, and we would always cut ourselves. Aww. So <laughs> we promised each other we wouldn't for that issue. So that was like that anniversary issue was out. The pop-in store was just another example of all the things that we're up to. So we're not just a magazine, and, it, mm -hmm. and we're always up to something and looking for different ways to grow as a brand and it brought in um my fashion retail background and was able to go back to my roots and set up store and and sort of buy merchandise for the store which was a variety of local brands that we work mm -hmm. with so once again speaking to the values of our brand of supporting local and bringing women together and we're all in this together we did like a preview of five items from our fashion collection that we launched after that but anyone that came to that pop-in got to see it the team was there seeing community come from all over the Lower Mainland to support us and see this mm -hmm. pop in. It was kind of like everything was happening in one space, like a store, product launch, magazine celebration, two-year anniversary, yeah. like partners, <laughs> collaborations, followers, family came out, friends came out. Like it was really, it was really cool to be like, wow, like here we are. Who knew? Once again, mm. who knew? <laughs> that that's all the different aspects and facets we'd have within the brand and, yeah. and the community that would be, we'd be so grateful to be supported by. So that was a recent one that was mm. a special achievement. Yeah, that sounds sure. so fun. Yeah, it was like fun. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually featured in this current issue Ooh, that I gave you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Good. We'll definitely, definitely check it out. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything that you would do differently if you were to start again? Mm. Well, I'm a big believer in no regrets and that everything happens for a reason. So with that mantra and mindset, then I, the answer should be no, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that it all happened for a reason and it happened how it should. I'd say just in the moments of doubt to just never have like doubt mm. throughout, throughout it all. And that's part of it. Like we're human and you know, the life of an entrepreneur, there's always those quotes and stuff where it's like, you're like, oh, hi. And then the next yeah. day you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? My life is over. <laughs> yeah. And that is our life. Like that's, our, that's <laughs> the life. Like, so I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like every entrepreneur. There's not every day is like sunshine and rainbows and no. success. Um, but I guess just don't let those moments of like doubt creep in too hard or mm -hmm. once again, just follow your intuition. Because there's been times where it slowed me down for sure. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Do you have any future goals for I Like Your Style Vancouver? Oh, yeah. We <laughs> Tell us about them. <laughs> it never ends. We're always yeah. up to something. <laughs> so continue to grow. The, uh, 
the fashion collection and work on product collaborations and stuff like that. Um, that was always part of the plan from the get-go. Um, once again, with my fashion background, and Kyla has always had a love for it too. So, um, But we wanted to start the magazine and build the community first and really figure out who our community was and, and sort of interject that when it best seemed best fit. Um, so for sure, mm -hmm. continue to focus on that and continue to host regular events um, that really just brings our community together into life and face-to-face -face and I like to say makes everyone jump off the pages and into, mm. <laughs> into real life and from the magazine so I would say more events the fashion collection um, and who knows maybe even expand on on the issues but mm -hmm. um, a big goal would be to create keep the print alive mm. so um, print is not cheap you know it's a huge reason and influencer why it's dying so to speak but we don't feel that that's true we feel like there's a place for it it actually has this sort of nostalgia and special quality about it now because it's not so saturated mm -hmm. I do actually believe that it's going to completely take a turn and people are going to want to go back to having that that product in their hands yeah. um so my goal would be to be able to keep print alive yeah and they keep increasing the costs <laughs> to print yeah. every every couple months mm -hmm. um so that would be my goal to be able to still have the support and to be able to still finance that. And trust me, there's talk we get all the time like, why don't you guys just go online? You know how much more money I would make if we went online? Like, yeah, a significant amount. <laughs> Can't be that candid on here, but I'm telling you that my it would be, yeah, yeah, almost double like what what mm, we make. Wow. Like it's mm -hmm. it's significant. A huge investment goes into print. So I do want to share that because there's so many people that value and love and cannot wait to get their hands on the next yeah. print magazine and love what we're doing. And mm -hmm. so I, that's why I want to be candid about that because if you mm -hmm. love it, we need the support to be able to keep it yeah. alive. That's yeah. the reality because it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge goal to be able yeah. to keep print, the actual print magazine alive and not have yeah. to go online. <laughs> yeah that's, that's good to that's know that's amazing like thank you for sharing your story so much mm -hmm. so now we're gonna kind of dig we're gonna take away the business part okay. now yeah some fun <laughs> questions okay. just to get to know you a little oh, okay. bit better so how do you manage your work-life balance obviously you mentioned you became an entrepreneur so that you could have a little bit more balance so how do you practice self-care well, balance is a fraud. This doesn't even exist. Yeah. <laughs> quote, quote marks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody, anyone that says they live a balanced life is lying. Yeah. I believe that you can, sh your balance shifts. So sometimes it might be heavily weighted to business. But as long as you then have the flip side where you're going to have a period where it's heavily weighted to family and you and then to me that's like achieving balance or like yeah. getting there, you know. <laughs> So it's very much like that for me with the waves of the magazine and how the mm -hmm. publication works and deadlines work. There's some like heavy work focus where I'm not seeing and doing anything but working. Yeah. But then I also make sure that during that time when I could be taking a step back, although there's always something to be done with the business, reminding myself now this is your time to have do you yeah, <laughs> and take a pause. And yes, it would be great to be productive with that time for the business, but it's not what matters in the end. In the end, this is just a business. So um, the Sundays are important to me. Mm -hmm. Not missing any special occasions like birthdays and anniversaries and um, holidays. Um, taking time off. when I, And when I'm off, 
I'm off. Like, if I'm away for a weekend or vacation, yeah. I'm off. Like, my mm. email's off. I don't check my phone. I don't on social media. I don't post anything. I'm, like, in the zone and present with wherever I am and whoever I am. And I try to give myself days like that when I feel like I'm getting burnt out. I'll interject those days of being like, okay, this weekend I'm not touching my phone at all. And I'm not looking at my email at all. Yeah. And it can all wait. So it's hard to do. <laughs> but once again, it's listening to your intuition and just knowing when you're starting to feel burnt out or icky or like you're not really investing in yourself. Um, especially now being pregnant, I've had to be way more aware of my body and yeah. needs of rest and all of that. Yeah. That's been hard. Because <laughs> you just want to go, go, go. Yeah. But you're like, no, I really yeah. should not. Yeah. 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 And I have been go, go, going this whole time <laughs> um, to watch people's surprise. They ask me how, how that's happening, and I have been what you see on, so I am go, go, going. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really hit me over this last week. I'm in my, like, final month, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's really hit me where I'm, like, tired and drained and sore, yeah. and I just don't have it. I can't last for, like, a full day, mm -hmm. and I just, like, physically can't do it. Yeah. And so it's been a big adjustment because I'm not used to that at all. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but I have to remind myself that it's not just for me, it's also for my, my daughter and my yeah. baby. So mm -hmm. it's, it's a good wake-up call. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so second random question, what is one of the most courageous things that you've done? Starting this business. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I had a great career, a successful career, um, but I was also coming off a time of taking time off work medically, like I said, coming from rock bottom so I didn't I spent all my savings I we didn't have a business plan of knowing that the money was going to be coming in and being generated by any particular deadline it was all up in the air you know selling what I have moving in with my friend and her family I've, I've always been independent and I've lived on my own from a very young age you know went paid for university like works from a very young age so it was different for me to mm. be 30 that time I was 31, 31, going, moving in with a family, <laughs> having, yeah. having like being a roommate and having to move into someone's house and yeah. not knowing financially where I was going to be and not having a, like leaving my career and um, there, everyone was supportive of me, but I had a lot of family and friends that were like really worried, like mm. that I was just making that dis this wrong decision and that I left a great career and stability and in my thirties and all that stuff. Yeah. So it took a lot of courage to just dive all in and go for it with no reassurance of what was coming <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> but it was like, what's the worst that can happen? I fail and I go back and get another job. Exactly, At least I know yeah. that I tried, right? So yeah, I'd say that took a lot of courage for sure. Yeah, I feel like we definitely are kind of in the middle of that right yeah. now. <laughs> we're we're yo-yoing all the time. Yeah. I've been like, oh my god, like what are we doing? And then the next day we're like, it's fine. It's, it's fine. so easy. We got this. Like, you know, the most successful business owners that I've met um, have told me that it seems to be within that like five to seven year mark of when you really hit it big and you're comfortable and success comes. And I've listened to that so many times over this last two and a half years. Uh -huh. And I always replay that in my mind. Because you can, like, I'm with you. There's times where you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> Especially bringing a child into this world. And yeah. there's whole other responsibilities. It's not just me, right? So, um, but I always remind myself that those people, a lot of people I look up to and admire, 
really hit their sweet spot of five or six years. Mm. Okay. We're so looking we got some time. Time. <laughs> we got time. So I keep thinking of that, that it's like doesn't happen overnight. And that's why a lot of businesses aren't successful and mm-hmm. fail and close because they can't get to that point. Yeah, yeah, and it's not easy to get there because you got to go through some ugly paths. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> push through. Yeah. We got this. We yeah, got this. Yeah, we got, got it. it. We got it. So our last random question: When you're having a bad day, what do you do to make yourself feel better? Hmm. Get outside. And go in nature. Nature is my happy place. So, go to the beach. Go for a walk. Go to the forest uh, with my dog, with my fiance, with friends, family, or myself. Whatever I feel call to do at that time but it's like get outside disconnect from everything else but just be one with the nature that we're blessed with Mm. that's good i know luckily we're in vancouver so yeah yeah, we have a nice backyard here yeah we're very beautiful very blessed (laughs) all righty so we're in the final part of our podcast where we do a this or that lightning round (laughs) i'm a gemini so i have like two sides to Sometimes it might be like both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, okay. So here we go. Oh, this is funny. Number one, broccoli or green beans? Ooh. Green beans. <laughs> if they're spicy, like spicy. <laughs> oh, like, oh, like in a season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pickled yeah, green yeah. beans. Yeah. Number two, credit card or cash? Credit card. Number three, bar soap. Bar, <laughs> bar soap or shower gel? Oh, both. But if I had to choose shower gel. Okay. <laughs> Number four. Beer or wine? Oh, it depends on the day. Well, I had wine. Wine. Yeah. <laughs> Number five. Right now, any of it would be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's like, like right now. You can't sign <laughs> up. It's been eight months. <laughs> Number five. Vacation or staycation? Oh. Vacation with a staycation vibe. Ooh. Does that okay, make sense? Okay. Like, like a go more somewhere. Hobby. Like go to yeah, the casino, yeah. but like be chill and do yeah, like yeah. as if you're at home. Mm, doing that's good. Number six. Gummy bears or gummy worms? Bears. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a right answer. <laughs> Number seven. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? A soft. Oh, yeah. Hard. Hard. Like, <laughs> I like soft. Number eight, sunburn or mosquito bites? Oh my god, sunburn, mosquito bites, my just like well up. But look, I'm peeling from my sunburn oh, yeah. and my baby shower. Sunburn. <laughs> Number nine, beach or mountains? Oh, that's hard. Probably beach. Mm. And last one, never brush your teeth or never brush your hair. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, so hard. Never brush my hair. Mm, that's I don't, I, don't, I don't every day anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I hardly brush my hair. Like, I, brush I can hair? imagine not brushing my teeth. Yeah, you like, just would feel yeah, like, like gross. Or, yeah. Hair, like whatever, like, just whatever, turn into yeah. like dress just wear or something. a hat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good to go. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can't just like take mints all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's still so not clean. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking of that. Yeah, no, I'll have a rat's nest on top of my head to brush my teeth. Thank you so much, Joe. For joining us, we really appreciate it. Yes. So you can find Jody on I Like Her Style Vancouver. So what would be your handle where everyone can find you at? Just as you said it. So I like her style Vancouver on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Our website is I like her style Vancouver.com. It's I like her style Vancouver everywhere. Perfect. And on YouTube, it's I like her style. Mm, perfect. 
And where can we find the um, um, actual magazines? Mm -hmm. So we have rack locations across the Lower Mainland. So once again, head to our website and click on the tab rack locations. You're going to see tons scattered all over the Lower Mainland. Um, and then we distribute them at our media partner events, our events. So if you want magazines, come out to our events and then you get all everything all at once. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, so let's keep the paper publishing alive, Yay! people. Everyone Yay! support. <laughs> All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Give us our five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Yay!